This podcast is about change. It's about changing school and going from students to seekers. There. You stand in front of the big gray doors. The promise is the chance of a lifetime supply of sweets. You enter the magical factory and realize it is no Willy Wonka dream. It's now too late to turn back. You're on the factory line, pushed forward, waiting for your turn to be boxed and shipped. That's how school looks like today to many students and even parents. Bring up the words education or school or worse, going back to school and a funny biochemical reaction occurs. A nationwide Yale study of close to 22,000 high school students shows that the top three feelings you'll hear a student say about school is that they're tired, stressed, and bored in order. Nearly 75% of students' responses were negative, and these feelings were reported 60% of the time throughout the school year. Is that what we've created? Learners see school as a place where they experience negative emotions most of the time, and so they learn to associate pain with learning. It is no wonder why so few people read a book after graduation. Learning, let alone lifelong learning, is being discouraged. Another thing the researchers found is that the most cited positive emotions students felt about school were very vague, and that they are almost never energized, enthusiastic, Interested, engaged, or curious? How does anyone learn anything in a negative state? Let's not see one side of things. The term factory model schools is used to describe the stagnant traditional school system that was built during the Industrial Revolution. Back in the day, school tried to serve the demands of a growing economy and society. And in many ways, it worked. Even though we're not sure it was the best solution back then, today it's killing our youth by complying them to go from active seekers to passive students. Here's a little bit of history for you. Schools in the Western world is modeled on the Prussian system that was first spread throughout Europe in the 19th century. The leading educators in the West exchanged ideas between each other and after traveling to Europe, made schools compulsory. There were two main reasons why schools became compulsory. One was about nation building and the other was about the industrialists. With regards to nation building, Horace Mann, who was secretary of the Massachusetts Board of Education, formed the common school movement to propagate the idea of universal multi-level format schooling that every child could receive a basic education funded by local taxes. He argued that a basic level of literacy and the inculcation of common public ideas, i.e. teaching or influencing persistently and repeatedly so as to implant an idea, a theory, or an attitude, teaching you what to think, not how to think, would be the most effective of all forces of civilization. Quoting. In other words, he believed that political stability and social harmony in a democracy depended on a universal indoctrination of common ideas. Democracy puts the power in the hands of the masses, and the notion that more educated people would make for a stronger democracy encourages the creation of universal schools. 
without public schooling, he believed good citizenship, democratic participation, and societal well-being would be non-existent. Our assumptions in the West have been influenced by his visions ever since, and it served well for its time. Quoting, For many immigrants, education offered the practical means to a better and more secure livelihood at a time of great insecurity and change. Education promised release from a life of hard physical labor and poverty. Many rural owners of family farms saw education as the key to understanding the political and economic systems that increasingly controlled their lives. Now there's a second pressing side to the story, a story meant to create generations of workers and avid consumers. A story meant to please Willy Wonka and his factory. Industrialists made the case that they couldn't afford to lose low-wage kids. Banning child labor would be too costly for them. And so they needed thousands of cheap workers on the factory line who could comply by doing exactly what they were told to do repeatedly without questioning or fidgeting. The second argument was about consumption. Who would want to create giant factories with thousands of workers producing that many products per day without a society that would be passively receptive to marketers' pleas? Hence, schools were invented based on that model to consume obediently and was made compulsory to churn out young adults who would do exactly that. Today, we know schools are not contributing to nation-building more than the connection economy is, and it is still training our kids to do factory work, follow a map drawn for them, and grow up expecting to get a job where they are told what to do and what to think. Of course, schools brought many benefits to the economy and society up till now. But when we emphasize the traditional school system, we emphasize the educational principles that were shaped during the Industrial Revolution that don't work for the 21st century. These old systems are outdated and irrelevant, and they're still the foundational model of our education institutions. We need a foundational revolution. We need a swift, ever-changing, ever-evolving model that is not dependent on top-down bureaucracy. What I'm getting at is this. The old model, the education system, is not about learning to do, or learning to be more than it is about learning to simply learn, and specifically to learn to a test, meaning to memorize and regurgitate facts. We've grown the habits of collecting dots and not connecting them. Being an educated person is different than being someone who learned something, applied it, and became better along the way. What does a good education even mean? Today, it's still about the degree more than anything else because the big famous colleges and university institutions are mass marketers designed to give average education to average students. Quoting from Seth, delete the brand names and the map. Can you tell which school it is? On the other hand, learning, real learning matters a lot. An education done to you is what you spend your many years, count them for yourself, passively receiving, losing your spark along the way, and finding the need to unschool yourself later in life. I hope that you would care about your learning 
not education, because it is not about Willy Wonka and his dreams.